With the new X series of scratch-offs from the New York Lottery, you can multiply your winnings up to 100 times. The X series from the New York Lottery. It's a better way to multiply. You must be 18 years or older to purchase. Please play responsibly. Bills linebacker Andre Smith hops on this week's episode of Bills Pod Squad. Andre tells us about his recent graduation from UNC and how he juggled the classes during the season. He also shares why he has eaten a plant-based diet for the last year and how it helps his body. Andre also gets into some interests outside of football, which include investing, real estate, and having his own trucking company. You don't want to miss this episode of Bills Pod Squad starting right now. Welcome into this week's episode of Bill's Pod Squad presented by the New York Lottery. Maddie Glab here is your host. And this week, I'm joined by one of our linebackers, Andre Smith. Andre, so pumped to have you on today. I feel like there are so many different interesting assets about yourself and about your life that I'm excited to to dig into because I feel like Bill's Mafia doesn't really know you yet. You came to this team last year, uh, played in 12 games, had a huge impact on special teams, but this past year was weird for so many different ways. So I feel like you really haven't gotten that introduction. And so I would like for this podcast to serve as, as kind of like an introduction, but also just get to know you, hear about what you've been up to and, you know, look ahead to this season. Um, so thanks for being on. Well, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be able to, you know, tell a little bit about myself to Buffalo and the great fans of Bill Ma- Bill's Mafia. So Definitely pumped to be here. Glad to be on the podcast. And I hope you find out something new and interesting about me today. I love it. I want to start with graduating um, because that's something that you've been up to that's recent and new. You graduated from the University of North Carolina. It's where you went to school, of course, um, but you just recently graduated. So congrats on that. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Why why did you want to graduate? What was the inclination to do that? while you're also juggling football, the off season, I'm sure it was not easy to, you know, finish classes on time to be able to graduate when you did. So can you tell me, you know, first of all, why you wanted to do that to begin with? Yeah. So uh, it was always kind of thrown in my face in the first place, just because I did leave early. I did leave after my junior year of college. Um, so I keep in close contact with my academic counselor, um, and so she just always remind me, like, hey, Trey, I want you to finish. And, of course, my mom was constantly on my trail about it. And even though I personally kind of didn't want to do it, honestly, it was just, it was honestly very rewarding. I learned a lot um, just from going back to main classes. Um, so it was great just, uh, you know, doing it all. And it was a lot to manage. Um, I just taken two classes during the season and everything. So I started taking classes back in January 2020. So right before the pandemic hit, which actually worked out better for me because I didn't, I had like a full year left and they told me that like three of my classes would have had to been on campus in person. I didn't want to do that. So the pandemic helped me in a sense where it made everything virtual. And so I was able to, you know, be in Buffalo or be in Charlotte or be in Jacksonville, Florida where I'm from. And be able to be in class, which is which is great. And so having a degree, man, is, is very powerful. Um, I'm grateful to have a degree from University of North Carolina. And, and just the things that come with, you know, that Carolina blue and all the connections and, you know, all the things that I was taught and people I've met, um, it really is molded me into the person I am today. So it was nice to 
also put a final stamp on my Carolina story since I did leave early and never had like a senior day or anything like that. So it was a nice, um, you know, closing for me from Carolina. Yeah, I mean, big ups to you for going back to school and graduating. I mean, you definitely did not need to do that. Um, a lot of professional athletes decide not to do that, and that's totally fine, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's really cool that you decided to do that because not only are you possibly setting yourself up for something down the road after your NFL career is over, but I feel like just the people in your life and in your corner who look up to you, someone that's younger maybe and didn't want to graduate or didn't want to go to college, you could inspire them. And I think that's something I say this all the time. I just love how inspirational that you guys can be to other people with the platform and the stage that you have every single day. I think it was really cool that you also were able to be in person for graduation because I mean, last year was not in person in any way, shape or form of a lot of facets of life so that's awesome that you actually got to like walk across the stage and be there for the event but I'm super curious how did you juggle your schedule when you were taking classes while the season was going on I mean the season is so demanding in itself and I know that COVID lend, lend a hand lent a hand to you being able to actually make this happen but I can't even imagine what your schedule was like, Andre. So how did you juggle all of this? Yeah, it, it was a little crazy. Um, but just time management, just being someone that, um, you know, you just have to be a mature adult and just know, like, I'm handling business. Um, I mean, I guess school is not business. But to me, it was like handling business. Like, it was just like an extra job to me, like a, a side hustle, if you will. So, uh, yeah, I mean... It wasn't easy. Um, definitely, I guess, took time away from me playing a video game or something more, but those things aren't going anywhere. School was in my face, needed to be done. Um, so yeah, it was just a lot of time management, uh, not you know playing around on social media and your phone and video games, just doing the work that needed to be done. Any youngins out there listening, they can listen into this because um, that's some some good advice to not getting uh, distracted easily, which I know we all do. But speaking of social media, you have a pretty big presence on social media. You're you're posting on Twitter, you're posting on Instagram. Um, I know some players choose to kind of part ways with it during the season and pick it up in the off season or are not as active on it as other players. But I feel like you're pretty active on social media. Um, is there a reason why you are as active as you are? Uh, I mean, I just don't see it as being something like, you know, that important or that big. So, I mean, during the season, I mean, you drop a football pick, get the fans riled up and, you know, everyone comments. I mean, that takes five minutes at that. So, I mean, just, you know, some guys have people who run their social media and everything for them. Um, I'm not one of those people, but I'm also not, I don't have like hundreds of thousands of followers as well. Um, but I just don't see social media as being such a serious thing, like post a picture, send out a funny tweet, you know, put hashtag Bills Mafia and you know, it's, it's just not that complicated, you know? So uh, that's just where I try to keep it. Just not a distraction, not complicated. Just here's a picture. And comment, do what you want with it. Just, you know, 
Don't say anything just, crazy. Yeah, it's a little peek into your life, with, which I feel like fans really appreciate because they they don't get to see that normally. And when you're active on social media or you post a picture here or there, whatever, um, it's a cool view out, you know, what you're up to in the off season or you graduating. Uh, I saw you post a picture, of course, in March when you signed that two-year deal, um, just what you were able to do with Buffalo last season. Like I said, you played in 12 games, a big role on special teams. How has the, how was the first season with the bills? I mean, what do you love about being here? Because I know free agent after free agent comes here to Buffalo and they're just like, this place is different. It's, it's really awesome. Mm -hmm. The team's great. You know, the goals that we have in mind are all aligned. So what did you think about your first season and why is this place different than other places? Yeah. So, um, you know, coming in, um, you know, it was very different. I didn't know what to expect at all from Buffalo, New City, up north, I'm from the south, like, you know, Canada, the border is right over there. Like, it's just a lot of different things for me. Um, and so, but what I'll say is Buffalo is like truly like a family. Um, you know, a lot of teams say they're like, they're like a family. And um, like, truthfully, when you come in here and you come in this locker room, like we just got have guys all over from each of which side of the locker room, messing with this guy, messing with this guy, offense, defense, high paid, low paid, you know, it's just kind of a very egoless uh, environment. Um, and last year, the coaches would come in and every day was like a big joke. Like, I mean, it was just always, you know, kind of very serious. We put our work in, but, you know, we're a family, we have fun, we laugh each other, we joke together, we get to know each other. That's uh, big with the coach McDermott. So, I mean, it just felt like a, a very, like, egoless team where everyone just wants this one goal of working hard and winning, but we also have fun together. Um, you know, we have swag, you know, we do all that stuff, but just, you know, we're all here, play our role, and win. That's awesome. I mean, that's what I hear from player after player. So it's good to know that, you know, it's actually true. And you guys all agree um, on so many different things inside and outside of the locker room. But just sticking with football, you get to play with Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano, two really great linebackers in today's NFL. I'm Mm-hmm. We're all so happy that Matt Milano is is staying in Buffalo and not going elsewhere. He definitely could have if he wanted to. So I know the fan base, myself, and of course you as well, are pumped that he is staying a part of this team. But what has it been like to get to learn from those two? Um, what are what are some things that you've found that you've been able to apply to your game um, just just from learning from those two guys who have been a part of this team for for a few years now? Yeah, I would say this, you know, I, I kind of, I knew about Tremaine, we came out the same year, he was Virginia Tech, I was UNC, so just heard about him, we knew some of the same people, um, but Matt, honestly, I had not that much information about, I knew he was a Boston College guy, so you, Luke used to talk about him, um, but honestly, I didn't know much, so just to come in and not have much of any type of assumption or anything to make like honestly I was very impressed like he is one heck of a ball player like he makes plays um and so man it was very impressed you know him you know dealing with all the injuries and everything and just being a professional handling coming back and playing contribute to our team and you know all the success that we had like I just know like injuries could be a lot so for him to come back and battle through them and all these things a lot of respect to you know Matt and um definitely congratulations big deal um so yeah just learning things i think you know from you know those two i think one of the biggest things i've learned is uh 
thank you know Coach uh, Babbage as well as AJ Klein, who's you know another OG on the team. Um, it's really kind of uh, calm breeze, calm. You know, my eyes when I play zone dropping a lot, um, and really just being like a, a flexible player. Like I, I feel like in this defense, um, they put Matt Milano in a lot of different um, areas to rush inside and out to cover uh, DBs, receivers, and sometimes wide receivers with the bills bill locked down. And uh, it just is versatility is kind of just what I'm saying is what I learned from them. Um, so they're very versatile linebackers. Tremaine is huge. Matt has every skill set that there is for a linebacker. Um, so, and it's just honestly a blessing to be able to learn from them. And uh, even though throughout my career being learned from like Luke Keekley, Shaq Thompson, and Thomas Davis, and just continuing to go into AJ Klein, Matt Milano, and Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds. Like it's, it's a blessing for me to be able to just learn and, you know, grow as a player. Yeah, it's, it's good company to be in. Um, that group is impressive as well as you. I mean, I feel like it just gets getting, it's getting better every single season. Um, and it's awesome that you get to be a part of that group uh, this upcoming season, just with, you know, everybody's sights are, are set on doing some impressive and some memorable things this season. Um, but just being back here in Buffalo, you know, you guys are in OTAs right now. Uh, I know this past season, especially all the first year players who just came into Buffalo, there were so many protocols in place. It was hard to get to know each other outside of, you know, outside of being in the complex, outside of being in the facilities. And now that the world is kind of opening back up a little bit, how have you been able to bond with your teammates, you know, through this spring? And do you guys have any upcoming plans during the summer to, to maybe meet up and, and train places? Because I know that was the case last year as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think with OTAs being going on now, it's a little different. But, uh, you know, last year, um, like I said, like, you know, Coach McDermott, you just would do a lot of like, you know, make sure you know your teammate, like you would have coaches as well as players stand up and talk, you know, just give a part of yourself to the team because at that time, you know, we couldn't be together in the same space outside of the facility. Um, so now, um, you know, we've talked about some, um, like some trips and whatnot. And um, we, we were recently at Tremaine's house and he had guys come grill, all the linebackers there, me and, um, Jaquan, Jaquan Johnson ran everybody off the space table. So it was great, you know, just being back with the guys and, uh, you know, being able to just, you know, bond and enjoy each other's presence and grow as a team. So now I feel like it's, it's a lot better. Um, but definitely last year was a, a bit different. Um, but, yeah, I think definitely this year it's a lot easier with OTAs and the world just opening back up. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of going on some trips, I was on your Instagram and I saw that you were in Costa Rica and Punta Cana. I am so jealous. Uh, those pictures looked amazing. I'm actually going to Costa Rica in July, so you'll have oh. to let me know some places. Yeah, what, yeah. what were some of your favorite parts about going to those areas of the world? Oh, man. Well, you know, last year just to get to travel. So I wanted to make sure that I got out of the country this year. Um, and I would say some of the best parts is, well, obviously, like, the weather, the, the how it looks, like, the scenery, you know, you got the beautiful sun, sand, palm trees, you might have some mountains in the background. It's Costa Rica, listen, we could talk about Costa Rica. It was amazing. But, um, yeah, just, you know, something different, something out of the norm, something to change your perspective, something to, um, you know, just experience that's different than the norm. And you're just somewhere tropical where it's a lot of fun. 
So um, I'd say, man, Costa Rica was my favorite just because it was, man, just I don't know what God did when he made that place, but it's just so beautiful, but it doesn't make sense. It's like you'll have these mountains that look like Dr. Seuss drum, and then it's like a tree growing out of it sideways. Like it's, it's honestly amazing, the beach and everything. It's, it's truthfully, and then the monkeys, monkeys are everywhere. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, just, I'd never seen monkeys just come out. But they actually say in Costa Rica is more monkeys than people. What? So just a fun fact. Fun yeah, fact. Gonna see some, gonna see some monkeys for sure. Um, but yeah, just different experiences, um, doing something outside the norm. I know it's like a thing, like, especially, and I also try to like motivate people, especially in my family. I come from a very small, uh, my mom's side comes from a very like rural country in Georgia. And so I know it's a stat that like 70, 75% of people never leave like their corner of the earth. So I just try to be that person that's not scared. Just like, you know, some of my family members are scared to fly. So I just want to show them that you can go places and it's okay, you'll be safe, you'll have a good time. And they've started to travel more. So really that's on top of just experiencing, but that's also been my goal as well to show, you know, my family that it's a lot of world out here and you should go see it. I absolutely love that. I think that is so cool. And I think you are so true. I've met so many people that are from smaller parts of the country in the US and that's, they just stay there and that's what they know. And they don't know traveling outside of the US, whether they don't have the means to be able to do so, or, you know, just don't know what's outside of their doorstep or their town. And so that's, that's so awesome that you have created um, like a pipeline for people to to experience the world and show people that, you know, God created so many wonderful things. And it's great to be able to to tap into that and to see everything because you're right, Costa Rica, just off of pictures. And I'm sure some people have seen pictures of Costa Rica. It's just like a rainforest jungle um, with a lot of places to explore and check out. And I'm sure the vibes and the people are great. That's one of my favorite things about traveling outside of the country is getting to learn about different cultures and getting to to see how people live and you know it's usually different than we live in so many ways um but it's different in a good way so that's that's really awesome and i know you you know you just spoke about doing different things and and helping your family or helping your friends one thing that is different that's that you do that many nfl players do not do um is have a plant-based diet you look at football players and you see you guys are huge and you're strong and the calories that you have to put inside of your body every single day, especially if you're gaining weight or maintaining are a lot. And to, to think about doing that in a plant-based way um, makes me just think that is impossible to do, um, but you obviously do it. So what was what was the reasoning behind deciding to go plant-based? How long have you been doing this for? Yeah, so it's going on about a year, so it hasn't been too long. Uh, I started in like late July, August in training camp and have been wanting to try it out. Um, I watched this Netflix documentary called Game Changers and Chris Paul was on there and some, you know, athletes and it was mostly talking about just showing different studies and things about um, like the some body levels and everything once you just stick away from me. Um, and so from there, I just wanted to experiment and see how it made me feel. And so I'm just constantly someone that is constantly doing like checks of myself, how I feel like when I wake up or like after practice or like after a game um, and just 
you know, trying to make sure that I put my body in the best position to, you know, make the most of the opportunity that I have in the NFL. Um, so uh, it's a lot of things out there that says like, you know, me and the inflammation in your body. Uh, there's a thing about like uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Like the transfer of energies just cause you know, they're being slaughtered and everything like that. So um, there's also things that uh, as far as like, just, I felt like I recovered better. I felt like, like after games, like I would kind of be like good to go. Like, ready to rock and roll for practice, feeling good, feeling loose, like day to day, didn't feel like, you know, so sore and everything like everyone else. And it also just helped me keep my body weight down. I'm naturally like a pretty, not the tallest, but I could get pretty wide. Like the heaviest I've been is probably like 250. I'm like 230 now. I played in the season like 225. And so it's weird, like I'm leaning, like everyone sees me, they're like, you're slim. And even like I see people out in like public, you know, oh, you play for the bills and that. It's like, it doesn't look like it. But then, you know, I'm still turn my film on. I feel like, you know, a lot stronger, faster, you know, just all those things. And so when I started back in August, uh, I was with the Panthers and they had like um, veggie burritos, veggie burgers. And we used to have uh, Cam Newton on the team. So they would always have like a vegan option anyways. And I wasn't even messing with it back then, but you know, just, I always knew that the Panthers were just having a job. So just started to try that and just dibble and dabble. You know, you just start slow, like a meatless Monday, you know, just see how you feel. And then, you know, you add more things and this and that. And uh, yeah, I just, I, it just made sense to me. Um, I just felt like for physical, mental, emotional, spiritual reasons that um, meat and uh, even sometimes dairy products is, aren't the best for me. Um, and I just feel way better. Uh, think they were just off being plant-based. Uh, so it's been great. Wow. I'm not a scientist behind it at all, but just, I have my beliefs and it's been great. That's really interesting. And you've done it for a year. That's like a lot. You're like committed after you do it for a year. I, I thought mm -hmm. you're going to be like, yeah, I've been doing it for four months. You know, we'll see how it goes, but a year is really good. What are some of your go-to foods? Oh, cauliflower. Um, love cauliflower, whether it's wings, cauliflower rice. Um, I like beans. Um, I'm a big, I like soup now, avocado toast, uh, acai bowls. Uh, I mean, there's just so many things. They have like plant-based pastas and everything like that, that you can just microwave. It's, it's so many things, uh, chickpea patties. Like it's, I just, I just like it. That sounds so wonderful. I might have to do like a meatless Monday. You might've just inspired me because I usually try and eat gluten-free, dairy-free and sugar-free unless I'm going to do like a cheat meal. Um, I did it for like six weeks straight, was doing a, a cut before it got warm outside. So just wanted to do, you know, a little bit healthier of a diet and I found it pretty easy, but I also love meat, but I would mm -hmm. love to wean myself off of meat maybe one day a week. And the options that you just said sound like there's some pretty good options. So I, I might have yeah. to give it a go. Yeah, the people that, you know, they asked me about it and some people end up trying and they like, oh man, I love it. Like, you know, and I think, you know, at first it kind of starts as a diet, but then it becomes like a lifestyle. Like people ask me like, how long are you going to do this? Is it just while you're playing? Is it just in the season? No, I feel like it's just me. It's life. It's just my lifestyle now. 
just part of who you are. Well, you have some other parts of who you are that I think are super interesting. Just your interest outside of football. You are interested in investing. I know you have a trucking company. Please get into all of this. So let's just start with um, the investing part and investing in your future. Um, whatever you have an interest in that side, where did that begin? Um, why do you pour into different things outside of football right now? Yeah, so I, I think it for me, it all starts with like the fear, you know, from rookie year, you get in those rookie meetings and you're like, you know, you have here are the examples of players that just go broke and don't spend their money wisely. So one, you just don't want to be that person. Then I went through a situation last year where I was like cut, traded, cut. And so it just was a real realization to me that football is not forever. Uh, and I want to be someone that builds generational wealth for my family. Um, and so just kind of ways to do that. Uh, I just started to really just sit back and listen. Like when the pandemic hit, um, even that year, January um, 2020, I had did a externship in StubHub. You know, I felt like it was time for me to start thinking about more planning for life after football. So I did an externship with NFLPA and, you know, just meeting all those people, having those connections, find out what they do, like exactly what they do. You know, you hear like, as an athlete and just someone who's never been in this space, you know, you hear these like terms of like, okay, this guy is like the CEO or the project manager, all these different type of things. But like, what do you actually do on a day to day basis? Like that was, you know, something that was interesting. And also that these people um, had the most of them had the same degree as me and they made like a minimum of six figures to start. So that sounds pretty good. Like, that that told me that there's a lot of money out here in these streets and I just need to kind of formulate a plan on how I want to try to start building wealth and having multiple streams of income instead of, you know, having one stream of income from the NFL, which as we know, could be taken in a second. So, um, you know, I started to get into stocks in 2020, um, just literally on YouTube, like YouTube, TCSU, everything. So during the, when the pandemic hit, everyone's inside, you know, woo -woo. I didn't work out till late in the day because I had classes. And so what I would do is in between my classes, I had like a break between like 10 and 11. I would um, like get on YouTube, just watch things from like Robert Kiyosaki to Warren Buffett, like just all these different types of people speak and just whatever videos follow, just I'm just sitting there absorbing it all, learning, taking notes. And so that was with the stock market. Uh, when it came to, um, uh, I guess my first investment was real estate. I bought my house in Charlotte after my rookie year. Uh, didn't want to just continue to waste money um, renting. Some people see renting as wasting money. Uh, real estate, I bought my house and it's building, you know, equity. And, you know, now my house is like 150K what? from when I first bought it. Yeah, the area that I bought it in was the top 40 fastest growing it was on Forbes, top 40 fastest growing zip codes in America at this time. Oh my god! So I'm like, okay, You're like why not to buy Let's a house go. and just sit on it? So um, that's that's home base for me. But the trucks came about just having a, a good financial advisor in place. And honestly, uh, the truck business will probably be the most lucrative. But uh, it's just passive income and like. I just don't want people to think like I did something special, like anything. Like I literally just had an advisor 
an advisor advised me to do this and I listen. That's why you have an advisor. So uh, it's gonna like, you know, that move just, is gonna bring in six figures every year. Uh, passive income, me not doing anything. And so that's just one way to start building generational wealth for yourself, for your family, for your kids, and you know, just bringing your people out of the economical situation that they are currently in and just trying to make the most out of this and do everything that you can in your power to make sure that, um, you know, after the game of football is gone, you know, you have interest and then you have, you know, also money so that you just don't end up going broke. So that was, that's the goal, that's the premise behind it and generational wealth and make sure my family serve. Wow, I mean, teach me your ways. That is so awesome that you have already started to pour into different things. And I mean, so smart of you. I'm, I should be doing things on the side too is what I just learned. Um, but I think there's so much that you can teach people that I can teach people um, who have not been blessed in the way that we have been, um, whether it comes to learning how to, to learning how to make money, learning how to invest your money. So it's so great that you've been able to do that and can in turn teach other people about it and create generational wealth. I know that's what Trey White said he wanted to do as well when he signed his contract extension. And I think that's such a cool, awesome word to create generational wealth um, for the people who helped raise you and for the people who are constantly around you and will be in your corner, you know, till the day that you die. So that is so cool that you have that many different interests and avenues outside of football. And I'm sure it, it also creates a lot of cool conversations in the locker rooms with rookies mm -hmm. who are just learning about, you know, how do I do this as an NFL player? Um, how should I be smart about my money? Um, mm -hmm. So, and I've, I've heard too, the conversations that you guys have in your locker room um, are different than other locker rooms because it's a wide array of talking about stocks to what's going on in the mm -hmm. world today to, you know, the upcoming game. So I'm sure it's a pretty cool locker room to be a part of. Yeah, if you if you ever want any stock advice, you know we used to have uh, Andre Robertson say he was the stock god. And now <laughs> we got we got Mike Buffett. So Mike Love, like he was literally just in there Mike teaching Trey White about uh, yeah <laughs> Mike Buffett. I love he was it. literally just in there teaching Trey about like the stocks and options and everything like that. So it's just you know great. Like that's just the conversation of you know what we the, the locker room is all about. Like so just a very positive environment here in Buffalo. I love it. Um, this season upcoming, I mean, you guys are in OTAs here. You've got training camp down the road. You've got um, the September kickoff coming here. I know you were a seventh round pick. I know you have, you've had a chip on your shoulder probably since you've gotten into the league because you've had to fight for roster spots. You've been on and off practice squads, being elevated, being uh, put back on the practice squad to being activated. Um, just what you were able to do with the Buffalo Bills last year, you know, playing in 12 games, you played in 16 games with the Panthers in 2019. Where are your eyes set for what you want to do this season um, with when you hit the field and, and are ready to go? Yeah, so I just I just want to be uh, the best player I can be, you know, whether it's special teams, where it's defense, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I just want to be able to do my role to the best of my ability to help my team win the Super Bowl. That's all it's about. We got very close, very disappointing, and we're going to work hard and make sure that I am the best of my role. So I know I did my 111 to help the team accomplish that. So really, I mean, that's 
it's easier said than done. But at the end of the day, I just want to be the best player I can be on this team and help us win the Super Bowl. I think that's a pretty good goal <laughs> that yeah, you have for, for yourself sure. and that the team has uh, for each other, you know, making it to the AFC championship game this past year. You know, I know you guys have a chip on your shoulder for that and, you know, are going to be coming back with a fire this season uh, to try and get back there and to try and right those wrongs uh, this season. So we're all looking forward to it. We're all really excited. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast and just sharing a little bit about yourself. It was really cool to hear um, just about some of the stories, what you've been up to this off season, the plant-based diet, um, the stocks, the trucking company. I mean, I, I just feel inspired now leaving this conversation to, to kind of get my life in check a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just trying the best I can and trying to help others along, you know, that's all I'm trying to do. Well, uh, we are so happy that you're a part of this team. Uh, so happy that you can contribute to those conversations as well as on the field for the Buffalo Bills because I, I know they, they think you're an important part to this roster. So Andre, thank you so much. And a big thanks to everybody who is tuning in on the podcast. Make sure you stay tuned for more episodes to come.